morning, everyone. Very, very warm welcome to today's early morning trade plan session uh, brought to you by the live trade room, of course. But um, what we really do in this session is prepare for today's trading opportunities. Um, so we, it's very important when you enter these markets that you are somewhat prepared and you do plan your trades as, as well as you possibly can. And what that means is that keeps you quite disciplined in your decision making. So it just prevents you from making um, these and I'm sure we've all done it many many times is that you, you just see something happening and you, you look to jump on it um, they're often um, trades of kind of lower probability so it can be a concern if you're doing it on a regular basis um, however uh, this, this session is really about preparing for the opportunities we have over the course of the trading day those of you joining us live you're all very welcome uh, also those of you joining us through our pad podcast as well um, thanks for very much. Thanks for joining us. So without further ado, then let's get straight into it. Um, we shall start as always with our risk warning. Just be mindful of the risks involved in trading financial markets. Uh, please take a brief moment to see our risk warning currently up on screen. So, so feeding into kind of consistent decision making, uh, what do all profitable traders need to consider each and every time you get to your trading desk? Um, and this is very, it's very separate to the, um, to the specifics of your trading strategy. It's really about which markets to trade and, and importantly, why are you trading those particular markets at that particular time? Is there a reason for that? Um, is there something happening fundamentally? Is there, are, you, are we seeing lots of liquidity enter those markets? Are, are we, um, you know, what markets are we trading? So trade selection is an important part. Where do you then want to enter those markets? Uh, where do you want to exit for a stop loss um, or even for, um, if you're looking to mitigate risk, if you're looking to break even, or if you're looking to book in a profit, um, how do you manage risk prior to entry? That's there's a, a series of decisions that need to be made on that. Um, certainly, when you're starting out, make bring that down so that's quite low and um, it doesn't impact you uh, psychologically if you if you if you're in one or two or three trades at the same time. How do you manage each trade? So for us, what we want to try and do is mitigate risk wherever we can. Uh, and then look to let those winners run. And finally, trading psychology not to be kind of pushed to the side. It does. It is something that does get a lot easier over time. Um, but that's what our live trades are designed to do. As we said, uh, prepare you for today's trading opportunities. But we do consider all of these elements on a regular basis. And um, <clears throat> we, we're trading the markets for sort of four or five hours every single day. Uh, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in what you do, being disciplined with your capital, and of course, be patient as well. So um, let's get straight into the charts then. We'll, we'll, first of all, we'll start with um, a review of potential market moving news. So there's been a little bit of a development over over the weekend, really, with regards to um, uh, with regards to the situation between Russia and re Ukraine. So there's still a build-up of forces on the border, of course, and there's... Um, there's the the Russian on on the Russian side. They're very much saying we we you know we're not um, we're not planning on invading, and uh, you know the West are just making a lot of fuss over nothing. Um, uh, however, we've had Macron have a another summit with um, with Putin, and uh, what they've suggested is for the US and Russia to to get together again. So apparently, it's been agreed in principle over the weekend, which is a positive step. You know, any sort of opportunities to to um, to keep talks going uh, is obviously a positive 
outcome. So we understand that's been agreed. Um, so that the, the markets are probably beginning to price that in again. If there's a little bit of um, uh, sort of a, a dampening of, of tensions, that's obviously positive. So we'll see if we get some um, positive market conditions. It looks like those are creeping into these markets at the moment. So we want to um, perhaps look to capitalize on that. So in terms of individual data points, um, today, obviously, Monday, the 21st of February, we've got German manufacturing and services. So above 50 is, is, is growth. Um, so we're, we're expanding all the time as far as manufacturing services in the German economy, as far as um, the expected, uh, as far as expectations are concerned. So let's see if these numbers come in, in line with expectations above or below expectations, and, and uh, we might get some movement uh, as a result. Um, those of you that are um, uh, this afternoon, be mindful, we've got... Um, bank holiday in the US uh, in observance of President's Day. So we won't have um, the main bulk of finance in these markets over the course of the trading day. Um, it's Monday morning, so we can have a quick flick through the rest of the, the week. Um, just very briefly, just focusing on, on the big events. Uh, we've got um, uh, Tuesday, not really a huge amount to uh, to, to deal with to any great extent. Um, we're moving back into um, central bank kind of territory now. We're going to um, the RBNZ first um, to see if we get uh, a rate increase. It's very much expected a 25 basis point rate increase. Um, you'd probably be aware and mindful that there is, um, we're, we're in a very, very hawkish environment as far as central banks are concerned with many central banks looking to increase rates uh, sooner rather than later. So, um, so the RBNZ um, on Wednesday, on Thursday, nothing of any major concern. The only major news event is at lunchtime, which would be um, GDP numbers. So this is a, a quarterly figure. Um, quite high. So we're seeing that growth in line with um, higher prices. So um, no major surprise to see, you know, fairly significant growth um, quarter in, quarter out in the US. At the moment, a lot of these price hikes are, are very much fueled by um, issues with, uh, with supply and, um, and continuing demand, let's say. Uh, so that's um, that's on on Thursday, and then we're finishing the week. We've just got core. Uh, we've got more inflation data, price index numbers uh, out of the US. So nothing of any major concern. Um, so we we can navigate this this week accordingly. So okay, let's get up our charts then, and we'll start as we always do with uh, with risk. So. Um, so we had a, this market really gap to the downside, um, certainly move around these lower levels, uh, kind of the, the, the 43.20 level, um, and we've had a bit of a pullback uh, over the course of the Asian session. So what does that look like on a chart? It's a bit of a bounce back off these lows. 
we we would be expecting this market to actually come down a little bit lower but um it's certainly been held up on friday's lows as things currently stand uh, we've had a bit of a strong pullback now we've had a few strong pullbacks already so this is just it's just the next one and technical analysts are, are, are quite good at identifying patterns so if we just go back here to uh what is it the 9th of february and um, we had a strong pullback a two-day pullback followed by a flush to the downside so we had two days of of bearish price action then some consolidation and then a little pullback and then last week towards the end of the week we've had a two-day uh flush trade to the downside a bit of consolidation and a bit of a pullback so um it doesn't necessarily mean that the the trade or the trend to the downside is over not just yet we want to see a structural failure before that happens and but clearly a bit of positivity in these markets so that's something that should be taken you know quite seriously so the SP um uh so as far as risk is concerned and we'll, we'll just complete the us picture the dow jones really strong pullback off the lows and same situation with the nasdaq so currently just a pullback this is not a structural change as far as um momentum and directions concerned so it's just currently a pullback so really you know any sort of deviation from um the situation in in russia could prove um you know damaging for these markets again it's the FTSE it's in this horrible kind of sideways moving pattern so it's not a, it's not a fantastic opportunity uh we did get this move to the downside on friday uh we gapped to the upside and then rolled lower um and now we're gapping back to the upside again so we've had a few gaps in this market um and we're in this little downward sort of spiral today positivity across europe with um the situation in russia so all of these things are quite positive for these markets um bitcoin took a bit of a roll this is your structural failure trade below the forty-two thousand level and we've seen prices flush continue to flush to the downside and they've just um they've just settled uh very close to these lows so we're currently 30 39,500 for bitcoin um you'd have to say excuse me until prices actually do break above that forty-five thousand level our bias is still to the downside for bitcoin so nervous times for those trading bitcoin at the moment okay so um let's see what's going on with the dollar because um it's it's certainly been in this little sideways sideways moving trap now for a little while so a bit of a concern with it i suppose um so if i just get up the pen because there's a there's a few potential structural failure trades in the pipeline here so with with strong markets our risk on market conditions we could probably look for some weakness across the dollar so do be mindful of that but let's um let's show you this so most people would be comfortable calling this actually strong consolidation sideways moving pattern in the euro dollar um between let's say the the 1380 and um the 1310 somewhere like that so a 60 70 pip range 
over the last two, four, six, eight trading days. So that's fairly, fairly important to know. But look what's happening within this consolidation. So we had the market flushing to the downside, creating a low, pulling back, creating a high, and then attempting to make another low and failing. So that's the first part of a reversal signal. And then today now we've got some quite strong bullish price action. So really what we're saying is above the 113.90 level is potentially a strong level to the upside. Um, so the 113.94. So that's the euro dollar to the upside. Um, we'd certainly be interested, certainly looking at that trade in a little bit more detail. Yeah, 96, isn't it? So it's the 130, sorry, the 11396 level is your structural failure trade to the upside for the pound dollar, uh, for the euro dollar. Looking at the pound dollar next, we, we it's quite messy. So, so there is your consolidation like we've been seeing across the euro dollar. And the pound has been moving sideways for a little bit longer than the euro dollar, but we've got these rejections from these highs. So, it does make it a little bit more challenging. There is more recent sort of upside uh, if you look at the, the the daily chart on the on the pound dollar further upside. Um, and again, we would probably like this up this market higher. Um, the question is, with these highs now, the out and out structural failure trade to the upside uh, is around the one thirty six forty three level. So let's just pause on the pound dollar. Let's have a quick flick through some of these other ones. So the, the yen is looking like it could potentially strengthen against the dollar. Um, the Swiss franc to the downside. This is your structural failure trade, like in the euro dollar. It's exactly the same setup, just, just upside down. Except the level to the downside for the dollar Swiss would be the 91.77. So we're, we're, we're about... 15 or so pips away from a break lower dollar cad longer term sideways moving pattern um we want to see this market confirm and break above either above or below to get sort of the confirmation we need um so the aussie dollar uh we've been, we were trying to buy it last week we had a bit of sort of messy choppy price action but our bias is still correct and, and prices are still moving to the upside um, we're just having to put up with very volatile, sort of quite erratic markets, really, for now. Um, so it's just, again, it's 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 kind of tough identifying. You see, if we've got some continuation today and, and we see that again tomorrow, we might get sort of technically better opportunities to start buying these markets tomorrow, perhaps. The New Zealand dollar... Um, this would be a really strong structural failure uh, above these highs, the, the 6736. So what we'll do is we'll do the, the pound dollar to the upside and we'll do the New Zealand dollar uh, all to the upside. So we we'll take the New Zealand, which is the 0, 6, 7, 3, 6. And let's go back to the pound 
Um, yeah, we have to take the 13643. 13643 level. Okay. So um, outside of the dollar, we've got strong support really here for the euro pound. So we did get a quite a decent flush trade to the downside we're in a bit of a strange place really for the euro pound currently um, so clearly risk off we're seeing capital come out of um riskier markets and uh, move into um sorry we're seeing we're seeing capital move towards riskier markets and come out of your safe havens that's the right way around Okay, so um, the euro pound pushing higher. The, you see, again, tomorrow, if we if we close, like we're looking at the, the pound yen, if we close above, if we close like this now over the course of today, and then tomorrow we get a break above today's high, which is the 156.77, then that's actually quite a high probability trade. Um, we might still get some up and down and a bit of bearish pressure on these markets currently. Um, US oil, our bias is still to the downside. Um, certainly with uh, relieving tensions um uh we really struggled to get above that 93.20 from last week for further upside so and again we can wait probably till tomorrow to see if we get another opportunity to the downside for oil so it looks like a few of these markets are setting up for potentially decent trades tomorrow um at the moment they're they're kind of pullbacks so they're not they're not that structural and um, gold some strong selling we said there's a strong band between basically the 1890 and the 1908 today we pushed up to the 1908 and we've now rolled back below so this is looking a little bit more ominous now for gold um, again if we take today's daily low if prices close like this over the course of the trading day then below uh, today's low would be your high probability sell trade so we could be switching from um, a very, very aggressive buy trade over the last two or three weeks to potentially now looking at a sell trade. Okay, so that's our trade plan. I'm going to post this into the chat box now for you guys. Um, if I can get my, my mouse back. Okay, so last week was really on that kind of risk off further downside for the S&P. Um, that oil trade, we didn't quite filter through. It did push lower for a period, but then kind of reversed quite aggressively and, and is now is continuing to roll over to the downside. We didn't get an opportunity in Friday's pound dollar or Aussie dollar trade. Um, we, we kind of got close to important levels and then started to reverse off those levels. So a bit of a messy day on Friday for us. Uh, okay, so let's make amendments to this on screen and then we'll be switching over to our live trade rooms now uh, in just a couple of minutes. So now we're going from kind of quite mixed but with a, with a bearish uh, aspect to it as far as risk is concerned. We're now moving to more risk on slightly more positive market conditions um, and as a result we're looking for uh, the S&P yeah sorry we backed off the S&P didn't we yeah because they're current pullbacks okay so um, let's let's start this again then so 
we're looking at the euro dollar looking to buy the euro dollar above that little structural failure the 113.96 level um, the pound dollar we were previously looking at it above the 136.26 uh, 27. Now we're looking at it at 136.42. 136.42. So really, the the direction was fine from Friday. The opportunity really wasn't there. Um, and we'll swap out the New Zealand dollar for the for the Aussie and ZD. Okay. So Monday morning, we can ease ourselves into these markets. And the New Zealand dollar, we're looking for the 67.36, 67.36. Okay, so really, it's kind of risk on, but we're looking at the dollar side, the dollar weakness side of the risk on trade. So um, we're looking for dollar weakness pretty much across the board um, and potentially some further upside for the industry markets. So let's let's stick with this now for the, for the day. Um, I'll post this into the chat box for those of you joining us live um there you go yeah good morning guys good to have you with us uh, we'll be over now in the live trade room now in just a couple of minutes so um if you want to join us over there you're very welcome to do so so look that just about concludes um this this uh trade plan session the um our trade plan is currently posted into the chat box uh, if i just take you back quickly for those of you joining us through the podcast um these are risk on market conditions. That's kind of the fundamental backdrop. So we're looking for dollar weakness. So we can look for the euro dollar to buy above the 113.96. We're looking for the pound dollar to buy that market above the 136.42. These are structural failure trades. And the New Zealand dollar trade looking to buy above the 67.36 level. So look at those levels on the charts and you'll see the opportunities. You'll look at them on daily timeframes. And you can see that those levels correspond with um, significant um, directional, their points of, of directional change. So, um, you know, it's when your bias can start to shift from perhaps dollar strength to dollar weakness. Uh, and we'll see if that, if that trade starts creeping in over the course of the whole week. So it has every potential to do so. Okay. Um, uh, feel free to post any questions into the chat box. We'll certainly get back back to you as well um, as we close off this webinar. So look, thanks very much for joining us. Just to let you know, we do trade these markets fully live and interactive every single day. Um, we trade the, U the European Open at 8 a.m. Uh, for a few hours and also the U.S. Open again for a, a, a couple more hours uh, depending on market conditions. So for, that's from 12.30 p.m. UK, UK time. That's the U.S. trading session. Um, and you can join us for just $29 a month now just via our website. Just go to thelivetrading.com. We'd be happy to, um, you know, do feel free to get in touch through the chat function if you wish to speak with any one of us. Uh, and we'll speak to you soon. My pleasure, guys. On that note, take care. We'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.